as you're saying that right there, there's a lot of people that they don't want to dig in the closet, right? That's the first place they need to get uncomfortable <laughs> is down inside of themselves. They don't, they, they're scared to go deep within themselves because they don't know what they're going to find. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Coachpreneur Podcast, your go-to podcast for coaches who are ready to become successful coachpreneurs. I am your host, Tyler Hall, and on today's episode, we are talking with a heart-centered, soulful coach who operates and lives his entire life from a place of love. On today's episode, we will be opening our hearts and filling the show with love as we talk with a coach who believes that in order to succeed in life, you have to live from the heart and create balance in your mind, body, and soul. So joining me for today's conversation is Titus Kleppinger. Titus is a speaker, teacher, coach, and consultant who discovered his heart purpose and calling in October of 2018. As a coach, he helps others get from where they are to where they want to be in life by empowering and encouraging his clients to live from their heart and work in their flow. He practices transformational development that works to align the mental mindset, health and nutrition, and spiritual well-being of each individual. And I can tell you that Titus is full of love, full of heart, and full of kindness. And I am so excited to have him on the show. So let's welcome Titus to the show and let's kick off this Coachpreneur conversation. Welcome, Titus. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I, I'm very excited for this conversation because one, it's not too often that two men sit down and talk about self-image, talk about self-worth, talk about all of these kind of insecurities that we might have or experience. And I think it's truly a conversation that needs to happen more often, especially between guys, because it's just not something that we talk about. Um, and so before we jump into all of that goodness, I would love for you to like formally introduce yourself, tell, tell the audience a little bit, a little bit about who you are and just share a little bit. Sure. My name's Titus Kleppinger. I live in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I moved out here in December of 99. I grew up in Florida, uh, Sarasota to be specific. And my senior year was pretty much spent on the beach playing volleyball. And I had an incredible tan, nice six pack. <laughs> and, uh, life was grand. I went to college in, uh, well, in a couple different places. I moved around in my college years. Uh, I, I went to a small community college in Sarasota. And then I, and I really wasn't into the college uh, mood to study. Uh, so my mom was the one that pushed me into college. So I said, well, if I'm going to do college, where do they have spring break? <laughs> and so I moved over to Fort Lauderdale for a couple of years. And, and I did college over there in Fort Lauderdale. And then I finished up at the University of South Florida in Tampa. And so, yeah, but I, I moved out here. I did the, uh, I did the, the, business, corporate, uh, career thing for many years. And I got tired of wearing 
the masquerade mask. I got tired of being put into a box and trying to live inside of a box. And I said, I'm done. I, so I took the masquerade mask off. I got out of the box and a lot of people weren't happy with that. And I said, I'm going to live the most true authentic self that I possibly can be. And that is continually growing and developing and becoming every day a, a, a newer, higher version of myself. Mm. You know, you you are, in my opinion, the classic definition of coach turned coachpreneur because you started first on your own personal development journey. You started working on yourself. And then after figuring out yourself, you then translate that into working with clients and, and building that that uh, business. So tell me a little bit about like, tell me a little bit about that transformation that you went on. What was it like? What really sparked the start of, of your evolution or your growth? So <clears throat> to give you a little bit of backdrop, I, you know, my career was in sales, marketing and business development. So that was my, uh, my career side of things. In October of 2018, I did a workshop with this lady. She wrote a book. I saw an article on LinkedIn and she wrote a book called The Heart's Mind. So I reached out to my friend who was interviewing this lady. And, I, and so I touched base with the lady. I said, I would like to buy your book. Sat down with her and she goes, well, why don't you do a workshop with me? And so I did a workshop with her. And uh, basically I came to the realization that I needed to align my purpose with my business or with my career uh, skills. And she told me, she said, over the next couple of weeks, when you find yourself in what I term flow, look around and see what it is that you're doing. And when you're in flow, just duplicate and replicate that as much and as often as possible. I was like, okay. So I was going through and like a week and a half later, I was sitting at lunch with somebody with a buddy of mine and he's telling me about his business and I kicked into flow and I said, let's, you know, you could do this, do this. And I was helping him a little bit and I felt it and I said, oh man, there's flow. And so I looked around and I was like, what am I doing? And I'm coaching and consulting somebody. And, and uh, so that was like, okay. Then I started, actually, I wanted to validate that. So I started uh, connecting with a whole bunch of coaches here in Colorado Springs and was looking to see if what they termed as coach and what they did is something how I felt and what I was titling and labeling myself. And so I was looking to validate that a little bit. And so there's a gazillion different coaches and how they coach and how they do things. And so within that, though, I, I discovered, yes, I, I am somebody that wants to make an impact in the world. I have the skills and the ability to help people. And when my heart, when I discovered my heart in October of 2018, that put my purpose in front of my passion. And I was able to push, uh, push the purpose with passion and, and uh, now I'm changing lives. Mm, I love it. So tell me a little bit about discovering your heart. What do you mean by that? Uh, what, what, I mean, what, what led you to that realization that, hey, I just discovered my heart? So I grew up a three-part person. I grew up mental, physical, spiritual. And I knew that, you know, from a very young age. 
when I discovered my heart, it took all that and it encapsulated it to where I was like, okay, now this creates a holistic person, mm-hmm. right? Now, now I feel more complete and gosh, it, it's so liberating and freeing. Uh, there's so often that we are programmed to play it safe. We are programmed by society. We are programmed to by our parents and to act like this. And, and I speak on it a little bit in my bio and my childhood was pretty much just terrible and crap. And, um, and uh, when I was able to start healing myself, healing within, getting rid of that, those outside influences that I carried around with me as a, a burden, right? I, I was carrying all these burdens around with me through life. And I was like, I'm tired of carrying this weight. And I just, I would really, I just did a complete cleansing and just really just got rid of as much and clutter and junk and crap out of my life. And I mean, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, you know, and, and we, and I say spiritually and, and I grew up in the church and I'm very familiar with religion and what that can do and put that puts you into a box. And I really just started tearing away and really going to that that nuclear powerhouse that's at the center of our being. And I was like, let my light shine. And, and in letting my light shine and making that choice, you discover who you are and, and how you're made and what you're made to do. And, and, um, and, and it's very freeing and I love it. And I want other people to be free. Mm. Yeah. It's so when I when I was reading your bio, when I was when I was uh, connecting online with you and and kind of snooping around and getting to know you a bit before this interview, <laughs> I and I came into this interview not really knowing where this conversation was going to go. I I actually didn't even know uh, what what we were going to talk about. But our journeys are so similar in that in that we have we have um sorry let me mute this and then i'll i'm, I'm gonna have to edit this audio anyway but um so sorry about that no you're fine <laughs> what are you muting I'm, I'm, something just came through and i don't know if that picked up in the recording or uh my notifications popped up anyway um so when i was let me take this back for a minute when I was connecting with you online and when I was snooping around and digging to kind of understand who you were and, and what type of guests you would be for the show, I honestly didn't know where our conversation was going to go today, but I felt a very spiritual alignment with who you are and who you were because we share a very similar journey. And I think to me, this is, you know, I'm always saying operate from your heart space, connect to your core connect to that inner being. And that is how you build a powerful business and a powerful brand is by doing everything as an extension of your heart, you know, market from your heart, sell from your heart, build from your heart. And, and it sounds like you discovered that on your journey. And tell me, how were you able to how were you able to overcome some of the mindset pieces? What were some of the struggles that you had? And, and tell me, like, tell me how you were able to conquer, I think, 
that that those beliefs that you couldn't do this as a coach i hired other coaches i invested i I can't even some people might look at how much i've invested in myself over the last two years and say yeah that's a decent amount of money but they would everything's relative right and so for myself i just know i've put a lot of money into who becoming who i am and when i got scared i did it anyway i learned to be i heard the other day somebody say every day you're going to wake up and you're going to fight you're going to either fight for mediocrity and fight to live the life that you're not designed to be or you're going to fight to live the life that you are designed to be but either way you're going to be in a battle or a fight every day mm-hmm. so it's your choice you can either fight to be poor or you can fight to be rich and i don't and a lot of people use those words poor and rich and automatically think of money but you can be poor emotionally and you can be rich emotionally you can be poor and rich in all kinds of aspects and so i choose to get up and i choose to fight and i choose to be uncomfortable in the direction that i want to go instead of somebody dictating to me so i took a course so January of 2020, before everybody went to lockdown, I flew out to LA and I did a dream builders course with Mary Morrissey. And we designed, I designed my ideal life or the start of an ideal life. I took uh, my health, I took my relationships, I took my work and I took my time and money freedom. And I built a paragraph around each one of those and basically designed the life that I wanted, right? My ideal life and at least the start of it. And then I impressed it upon my subconscious and I continually every day have that vision in my mind and I walk into that picture. You know, they use the word, some people use the word avatar, right? And so you can, you can peel back the layers in this, in the skin of yourself, not your physical body, but who you are, you can peel that off and you can step into a new person. Somebody that I've been studying recently is Jim Carrey because he is a master at becoming something new. He did, I watched that movie that he did with Andy about Andy Kaufman and he became Andy Kaufman. I watched an interview with him after the movie and he was talking about how he so ingrained himself into the role that he, when he came out of it, he questioned who Jim Carrey was, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so he talks about a moment of being depressed when he actually tried to go back and become the Jim Carrey that became famous. You know, the Dumb and Dumber Jim Carrey, you know, the mask Jim Carrey, that character. When he tried to go back and be that person, it put him in depression, mm. right? So because yeah. he had. He had morphed into a bigger person than that original Jim Carrey. And so everybody has that potential. Everybody has that possibility. They just don't realize it. They don't want to do it. They don't understand it. They shy away from it or they just don't know. And so that's what I'm, that's what I do is I'm like, I talk to people. I'm like, Hey, what is your ideal life? What is it that you truly, truly, truly want? And let's figure out how to get there. Let's figure out how to take who you are now, strip away all the crap, 
and, and, and get to a solid foundation of your heart and who you are as a person and build on that. I mean, goodness, there's so much greatness in, in what we're, what you just said and, and, and all of, and to all of the knowledge that was just shared. But I think speaking specifically to other coaches who are on this journey of building their business, of finding their voice, of becoming confident coachpreneurs, I think the most important statement that I want to highlight and kind of pull out from, from what you were just talking about was you did, you are now coaching on the things that you coached yourself on and you took what works for you and you're now applying that to, you know, to other individuals that you work with. And I think a lot of times when people get into coaching, they think, oh my God, I have to master so many different things and I have to master this and master that. But honestly, and what I love about coaching is you can coach anybody to do anything at any time. And, but the, I, to me, I believe the best coaches are the ones who have already walked that path. And when I, when I started coaching other coaches to build their business and build their brand, I made that pivot in, in my ideal client because I went down that path of like, how do I discover my voice? How do I discover my brand? How do I create a coaching business from just being passionate about life? And again, we're kindred spirits in that I just truly love life and I truly love that personal development aspect of things. And I guess the point that I'm making here is you don't have to reinvent the wheel to be a successful coach. You can take your passion, you can take what you love and all of the skills and knowledge that you've accumulated over time, and you can apply that and create a very successful business. So I would, I would love to jump into a little bit about once you worked through yourself and once you were able to kind of let go and strip yourself of your old identity and build this new Titus who is super confident, super powerful, a lover of life, how did you then translate that into starting and building your coaching uh, business? Well, <laughs> that there's the answer and then there's the answer, <laughs> right? Because I feel for myself where I'm at now, it, I'm at a place now where, like you said, I am powerful. We are all powerful. Everybody is powerful. They've all got it inside of them. Everybody has that spark. Everybody has that nuclear reactor. And when you truly discover that and how the universe and how everything operates in the world, you really learn to start, you become the, what they call the alchemist. And when you start, when you, when you can start making the recipe to the cake of life, and uh, then you just, you pretty much design life and you, and you, and you say, this is how it is. Mm -hmm. And you, and you create the world that you want to exist in. Now to answer that question for the coachpreneurs out there that are listening to this, what it does is I've transformed my life and I'm transforming my life. And I say that I am the example. And so when I'm talking to people, I express and I show them the freedom that they can have. 
right? The freedom that they that is possible and potential in them. When you, as a business, for me, I don't work on the business side of things so much. I work on the owner, I work on the employee. And when the owner and the employee grow, the business will grow. So many times people focus on the business side of it and neglect the person. It's the person that is the value. America, the world is full of untapped resources. That resource is the person. That resource is the people. Yeah, I, it's, that's, I like that you distinguish between being the owner of your business and then being the employee of your business. And because a lot of times there, we get easily overwhelmed because we feel like, you know, we have to do it all. And we do have to do it all as coachpreneurs, especially when we're starting out. But it, it's, it's crucial to know that you are always evolving as, as an employee, as a, as a business owner, as a brand, you know, and, and learning how to tap into those strengths and weaknesses as the owner, as the employee, as the brand. I mean, that that's crucial for creating that success. So tell me, how do you, how do you develop a strong employee and how do you develop a strong owner? Well, first off, I look at the paradigms, right? What are the, what are the limiting paradigms that they hold? A lot of times people say things like, it's going to take a long time. It's going to take a while. And they put these words, they put these, they use these words to limit themselves. And so really I sit down and I have a conversation with them and, and listening to them, I can, I can hear and pull out these paradigms that aren't, they don't benefit. They don't benefit the employee. They don't benefit the business. And, you know, I, I was, I told one of my clients, I said, I'm going to teach you how to talk different. I'm going to teach you how to talk different. And in talking different, it will change your world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the, I, I'm a, I'm a lover of words you know, the I, marketing language, whatever you want to call it, however you present. And I think there is so much power in the way we speak, in the way we write something, in the way we present something. Um, and this was something that along my journey, I had to get comfortable seeing myself as the authority, seeing myself as the coach. You know, it, it's easy to it's easy to sit down and ask people questions and coach them like that. What's hard is being able to stand up and say, I'm the coach, you're my client. This is where we're going to take it. This is what we're going to do. You're paying me to guide you to, to show you new ways of thinking, of being, of living, and really finding that, that authority behind behind your business and, and behind your being. And so tell me a little bit, because part of, part of what I was really excited about our conversation today was you had mentioned some of your, your biggest obstacles were like self-image and, you know, self-worth. And so can you tell me a little bit about that and how, 
you know, what was, what were some of your struggles when it came to your self-worth and your, and your self-image? So going back to my childhood, right, I was, it was, it was very challenging and very difficult. Um, my adopted dad was physically and verbally abusive. Uh, I basically did everything I could to avoid, 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 and, and to hide and to be in the corner and to play small and to be quiet. And, and so <clears throat> there were things in my life that were little, uh, we'll call them, I call them breadcrumbs, right? There's these little things in life that were breadcrumbs and signals and signs. For me, that there was greatness in me. And so I knew that there was something great inside of me. It was just a matter of discovering it. And so one of the biggest keys for my self-worth and my self-image was, was investing in myself. I, a couple years back, I became a real estate agent. I got my real estate license. I wanted to change my association. I wanted to improve my self-image. And so come hell or high water, and I didn't pass the test on the first time, let me tell you. When I did pass it though, what it did for my self-confidence, what it did for my self-image, right? I've done something now that not too many people, not a lot of people have done. It put me into like what they say, the five percenters. And I always, and, I, and there's just been things that I've done over the last, gosh, since 10 years, my whole life that would continually move me into that 5%, 5%, 5%. Well, now I'm in the 3%. Now I'm in the 2% because of the things that I do, my behavior, my choices, right? The nights that I stayed up late to 11 o'clock at a business meeting and drove home and got to bed at 1230. Those choices, those things that fire, that forges the iron, right? When you, when you go through that stuff, when you put yourself in the fire and you come out on the other side, you're stronger. Mm that steel is forged and you know who you, you you learn who you are and when you have that when you are forged in the fire and you continually put yourself in uncomfortable situations the uncomfortable becomes comfortable and people look at you and like they're like how can you be doing that they're like there's no way I could do that but I've just grown so accustomed to being uncomfortable and there's still things I mean there's still things that scare me yeah, I that is pure just gold. It's it's about the comfort zone. It's about stepping out and facing the crowd and being, you know, in the center of the ring and being seen and being heard and being vulnerable and you know, it's it's one of those things like as coaches, it's so important that we have a strong story that we connect to our journey, you know, as much as we connect to our client's journey that we take them on. And I'm always advocating for coaches to really sit down and write their story, map out their evolution, their growth as a coach. Because when, we, when we're in the ring, when we're taking action, when we're stepping outside of that comfort zone on a daily basis, we're growing stronger, we're becoming better, we're becoming more aligned. 
And it's not until you allow yourself to take that first step, you know, you, you're, you're never going to become the type of coach that you want to become until you give yourself permission to step outside of the comfort zone and do that every single day that you get up and, and, and you breathe, you know, and I love that you're, you embrace being uncomfortable because again, the, to go from coach to coach entrepreneur, you have to be uncomfortable in that evolution and in that growth. And I mean, is there anything that you want to add to that yeah. or, or anything yeah. else you want to share? Yeah. As, as you're, as you're saying that right there, there's a lot of people that they don't want to dig in the closet, right? That's the first place they need to get uncomfortable <laughs> is digging down inside of themselves. They don't, they, they're scared to go deep within themselves because they don't know what they're going to find. Mm-hmm. And as long as you've got all that junk and clutter inside of you, you're not going to be clean and clear. Mm. And, and that's the first place that I would suggest people get uncomfortable is inside of them and start digging around the closet, pull up the carpet and look at all the crap that's been swept under the rug for so many years and start cleaning that SH, you know what out. Because because as long as that's still in you, in there, you're gonna have, it's gonna be cloudy and it's gonna be, and and you're gonna be way down and you're not gonna be efficient and so on and so forth. And there's a lot of people that can fake it really, 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 really good. And I call those people unconscious competence. Mm, I love that term. You know, there's a, there's a paradigm that I, that I've heard and that I've had for a while now, since I've started my coaching journey and it's, you can only take your clients as far as you're willing to take yourself. And it, that paradigm of, I have to go inside myself. I have to do the deep transformational work first before I can take my client through that journey. I mean, it's really what has rooted me in my own personal development growth and then the growth of my business. It's it's how I wake up and live my life. It's like, if I'm going to be a top one percenter of those coaches, I have to do all of that hard work and I have to be uncomfortable and I have to grow and I have to let go of anything that's holding me back from achieving that 1%. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's easy. It's easy to talk about, but it's a lot harder doing. And so I would love to know what advice or what insights might you have for, for those coaches out there who know that they have to go deeper, but they're too afraid to do it. Mm. Well, if they have the awareness, if they have the, the understanding that they know they need to go deeper uh, and they're scared to do it, wow. See, that's, that's one of the questions that I ask my clients or, or I look for is, are, do, you under, do you realize that there's something missing? That's the question I ask. And if they come back and say, no, there's nothing missing, then there's really not much that I can help them with. And so that's the first thing. If you have the understanding and the awareness that there's something missing or that there's something off or that there's something that needs worked on, then seek help, Mm. right? Don't be so prideful. Don't be so arrogant 
that you think that you can get through this on your own. It's the Einstein said that you cannot solve the problem with being the same person that created the problem. You have to grow and become a bigger version of yourself to solve the problem that your old self made. Mm. Yeah. Right. Seek yeah. help. Get help because there's somebody that's further along the journey than you have. When I, when I, a couple years back, when I was um, really struggling in my marriage before, you know, when I was thinking, man, is this going to divorce or is, is this salvageable or whatever? I was looking everywhere. I mean, I was, I'm in Colorado Springs. I was talking to people. I was driving to Denver for appointments to talk to people and sit down with them, looking and seeking that clarity and, and paying for the, and paying for it, right? Mm -hmm because I, I wanted an answer. I was looking for that answer because I knew, I knew there was something off. There was something missing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you've got to, you've got to be hungry enough to go and find the answers and get the help. And, and, you know, I think there are, there are sometimes when we want to believe that we're hungry enough and that we're ready and we're simply just not. And that's okay too. It's like, it's like continue to work on yourself, continue to do it. But when you reach that point of desperation, of true hunger, of like, I'm ready for this. I am ready to build the business. I'm ready to build the brand. That is when you, that is when you go out and you seek that help and you connect with people and you allow them to guide you. And you know, the, the greatest coaches are are the ones who who get the most coaching themselves, you know, and it's true because you cannot you cannot do this alone. You cannot walk this path by yourself. Um, it's it's such an important it's such an important lesson to learn early to to learn often and to always remember that you don't ever have to go down this journey as a coachpreneur alone. There are so yeah. many resources and. So um, you know, I, I, I think I want to end the conversation right there because I think that's just a great way to end this. And for anybody who's ready to move forward in their business or for anybody who's wanting to build some community and build some support, how that, how can they connect with you, Titus? So my website is the glow, G L O W center.com. The glow center, the name of my business or is the glow, uh, glow growth and development. So glow growth and development, the glowcenter.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn, um, on Instagram. Uh, I'm on YouTube. And so reach out to me. I'd love to, I'll, I'll give people, you know, a free consultation call. I'm all about making an impact in the world. I want to touch lives. I want to touch their heart. I want to light them up and uh, kick them out of the nest. Yeah. I mean, you truly are a man who clearly operates from their heart space, from right inside their soul. And I appreciate that about you because we need more people who are living lives from this deep inner heart space and loving what they're doing. So thank you for that. Before we wrap up this, this interview, though, I always end with one final question. And that final question is, if you could go back... If you could go back to the start of your business, when you first started coaching, what singular piece of advice would you give to your earlier 
coachpreneur self? Mm. So I just had a conversation with a, a, a brand expert and I would say, define yourself and define your brand. Be very clear on who you are and who you're looking to reach. Mm. Yeah, and lay, lay that, I say, lay that strong foundation early. It is, as somebody who has been personally branding themselves for over five years now and changing and pivoting and adjusting, take it directly from me that the sooner you can identify who you are, what you do, how you do it, why you do it, and who you do it for, the 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 easier this journey is going to be. So that's fantastic advice. It has been a real pleasure talking with you today. I, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your energy. And I really appreciate your heart. So thank you so much for being here and for being a part of this journey. You are you are a blessing to my life. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Coachpreneur podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Tyler Transformed. And if you're a coach who's ready to be a confident and successful coachpreneur, then I personally invite you to join me in my Confident Coaches Facebook group. And finally, if you haven't already done so, please help me keep this conversation going by subscribing, rating, reviewing, and sharing the podcast. And be sure to join me next time for another Coachpreneur Conversation.